Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary in Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Oh, there you are. We can't hold the curtain anymore. <laughs> the show's about to start, and we're glad you're here. And we got another great show for you this week. My guest in the ADD interview is actor, comedian. You know him from the History Hyenas podcast, and his new podcast is called Long Days with Giannis Pappas. It's my pal, Giannis Pappas. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our super fan shout-out is for Daniel Eaton. Say hi to Daniel, everybody. Hello, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, those are the voices of the people I love. My beautiful wife, Alex. Hello. My best friend, Phil Tag. What's up, Adam? How are you, pal? And recently, back from the dead, my friend... <laughs> Back from the dead. Marcus, is that the light stern? <laughs> what does that mean? Ah, I'm on the road and I get a call and it's Mark. And I'm, and, and I'm like, hey, Mark, how are you, pal? I just called to tell you I love you. Why? What happened? <laughs> because uh, I had to get my shingles vaccine, mm -hmm. which uh, and, and I had and I guess you can have this. I had a very bad reaction to it by that by that night. I had developed an incredibly high fever and started to have visions of my own death. You know, it was like one of those weird, bad, like fever dreams. And you're just sick as a dog and you're still going into the depths of the sickness. And so I had this vision of myself dying and I started mentally going through all of like the people in my life to bid them farewell and tell them either a what they meant to me or in a few select occasions people why i hated them <laughs> but but then i so needed the actual human contact so despite the fact that i already mentally said my piece to you know, made my peace with with adam and said goodbye i had to come up and be like i'm in a bad way man because 
it's I mean, Adam, you are one of the most calming presence out there. Like, I was like, I just need a good friend and somebody that could sort of calm me down. First of all, thank you for those kind words that I, I'm a calming presence. I do like to give to others. You know how I calm them down? I go, Mark, you're talking to me. You're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. Well, I can't believe you called Adam to say goodbye. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Listen, I, I, as much as I want to say goodbye to the people I love, I can't believe you called Adam. He hates you. What the hell was that? <laughs> no, I, I don't see Adam as calming. Yes, fixing. So maybe we'll, we'll chalk it up to that. You fixed the situation by slapping him into reality. No, it wasn't a slap. It was a very calm. It was, and, and Adam, I hate to put you in this light. God. But it, it was like calling the Godfather. He said, <laughs> Godfather, I'm in trouble. And this calm voice was just like, you're okay. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. You're, you're still alive because you're talking to me. Yeah. And don't worry about it. You're just sick. Don't worry about it. You know it. what it worked, honey? I said this. You can act like a man. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, I, and then I got up and I said, you're right, Godfather. I'm so sorry. But, <laughs> you know, it's just there's certain people in your life that, you you know, that are like a rock at Gibraltar. And, and listen, I know I seem like I'm a with it together guy and I've got my entire life completely in order, mm -hmm. but I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm a hot mess. <laughs> Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I got crisis and chaos coming out of my nose. No. Right. And Adam <laughs> is when we go on these long walks or we have these long talks, you know, it's always this calming influence. So, of course, I wanted to reach out to that steady hand to sort of guide me through these these rapids. Well, I don't get to see that side a lot. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. I see it all the time. <laughs> I seem to be the one calming. Well, I, yeah, I, I call you when I'm screaming and yelling. <laughs> well, actually, I'm just screaming and yelling. You just, you just happen to wander into the orbit. <laughs> 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 or I see the fear in his eye. <laughs> but it's a weird thing. I mean, I had, I had a lot of, like... You know, because because you're and this is I didn't sleep that whole night. Mm -hmm. So I was up for like, I don't know, 36 hours and just bug eyed like fever. And, you know, I had these, you know, your mind's going into weird, dark corners. Right. And so mentally, I'm just going through the people that I loved and, you know, saying all these things. And then I said, well, you got to actually talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. So Adam will pick up your call because he'll probably think it's work related. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. You picked up. And when you knew it wasn't work related, you still kept talking to me. Yeah. So I, oh, I, I, I saw him calling. Oh, we got Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, that's very sweet. Yes. I, I was very flattered that, that, that I was on the I was on Mark's say goodbye list. Yes, Phil. Yes. Yeah, Mark, I'm so grateful, by the way, that I don't factor into any of this. That, yeah, I'm, I'm real. I feel so good. Yeah. You don't even I'm, need to call me at all. I'm not leaving you out. It, okay. it's, it's Phil, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The, the thing about the call, Mark, and, and I'm glad you're okay. But the thing about the call that I liked was we knew what was wrong with you. Phil calls me up, and, and now it's time to play Let's Guess What's Wrong with Phil's Body. Yeah, we actually do play that game. Yeah, he just get <laughs> Yeah, but I never get calming Adam. Where's this calming Adam in my life? Can I just ask that question? Oh, I get walk it off, you pussy. That's what I. That's the Adam I get. Because the call comes every other day. It's just. A <laughs> Every other day, there's a list of symptoms. <laughs> the other day, where I, where I was I was on the road. Uh, Phil, how are you? And, and it's this. Hi, pal. He's calling. 
He's always calling me from the grave, and I'm like, I, I go, what's the matter? Oh, I'm just, I'm lethargic. I, I have brain fog, and my stool is black. What do you think it is? <laughs> oh my God, you were so dramatic. No, no, that's you. And and then I gotta go, Mark. Then we, then I gotta go back. All right, what did you eat? When did you eat it? And now I gotta sit there. And you know, what we found out. I actually had to call my wife in for this because we found out he was taking 65 milligrams of iron a day for no reason. <laughs> It was a supplement. <laughs> it was, it was a an supp iron supplement. I don't know. I mixed it in with my vitamins. I didn't, iron in your diet. You ever hear that phrase? You have enough to iron in your diet? I was taking it for that. What was taking? It turns your stool black. <laughs> That's and, what it does. Well, well, because you don't need it. Why don't you just lick a pipe? You don't need it. <laughs> lick a pipe. <laughs> Like You're an just, iron pipe. But here's the thing. No one told you to take it. You just made it up. I need something that begins with an I. What are you? <laughs> there was no reason for you to take it. You just, on your own, you picked it up. I like the bottle. I mean, what were you? Why did I you? I don't know. I just, I bought a bunch of vitamins. You make fun of them. You see them in a bowl. You came over the house. You're like, what are all these pills in a bowl? Those are my vitamins. That's what I, I mix them all up. He dumps oh, he, the... he puts it in a bowl what? like Skittles. Yes. They're dumped out in a <laughs> yeah. salad bowl. Like Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> Like he, like like he's Elvis handing out hors d'oeuvres. I kind of like it, but that's that would drive me insane because I need to know. I mean, I can can kind of memorize, you know, vitamin E, vitamin yeah. D, you know, vitamin C. But yeah, I I need to have like a regimen. Like you you need to take these, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, kind of that in in a sequence. So you can see a result. Well, here's an idea. How about you know what you're taking? He's That's what just I'm taking it for no reason. Well, he, no, no, he's well. There was no need for him to take iron. It's he's like a hodgepodge. Iron. This will make me strong. <laughs> iron Man. Yes, Mark. Uh, I just Phil. I love the idea of the bowl of medication. Please tell me <laughs> that you mix like M and M's into it. So it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was an M and M. It's a trail yeah. mix. Yeah, here you go, kids. Trick or treat. And a vitamin E. There That's you go. Funny. Listen, I know what I'm taking. I know what the pills are. I know what they look like. And I'm going to side with Alex here because I, I memorize what they are. I know what they are. I just mixed iron in there. It's, you know. Okay, you know what they are. You know what I know? I know the effects that it has on your body because I get a call. My stool is black and I can't get out of bed. What do you think that is? <laughs> well, and Maybe lighten up on the trail mix. Phil does this, you know, what's the sleeping pills? I like to snack on them in the afternoon. <laughs> no, I snack on those at night, Adam. That's yeah. when I snack on those. God. But yeah, these are the times we're living in. But uh, we're all, we're all kind of hypersensitive. I, I get a little bit of a cold. I'm like, that's it. I got it. I right. got it. So I'm no matter done. no matter what happens, I had my, my allergies kicked in the other day. I woke up, I had a sinus headache, and I'm like, honey, I got a headache. You know what she does? She shoved a grapefruit under my nose. Can you smell this? Yes, it's not COVID. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, I, I actually, that's my test. Yeah. Here, can you smell this? Yeah, Continue she turned on. around, shoved the grapefruit <laughs> in my face. She goes, can you smell this? You're fine. I go, yeah, but now I have a bloody nose where you punch me in the face <laughs> like James Cagney with a friggin' grapefruit. Those are ruby grapefruits. <laughs> Love my ruby grapefruit. Yeah, I'm walking around. I'm walking around. I stub my toe and ow, she comes up. Can you smell this? Yeah, honey, I just, I, I kick something. It's not COVID. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, times we live in. Yeah. Giannis actually got COVID. He got it pretty bad, too. It's a wild story because Chaz Palminteri actually had to talk him down from the anxiety connected to it. You guys listen to this and we will see you on the other side. Medication adherence is very important. I'm getting a lot of questions these days about when it's the best time 
to take your medicines. Sleeping pills. I like to snack on them in the afternoon. (laughs) You're listening to the Adam Ferrara podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. I am in such a mood today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I got some stand updates for you. April 30th and May 1st, I am going back to see my friends at the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. And there's a new club, May 6th through the 8th, the Sandman Comedy Club in Richmond, Virginia. My first time there, and I'm very eager to check it out. There's a link to tickets right here in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. And as always, if you can make any of these gigs, please come up after the show and let me thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. All right, go on, get out of here. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is an actor, writer, comedian, and podcaster. You know him from Joe Rogan, Comedy Central, the History Hyenas podcast with my pal and friend of the show, Chris DiStefano. He's been shot... Chaz Palminteri had to talk him down from getting COVID. He knows the importance of mugger money. And his new podcast is called Long Days with Giannis Pappas. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me welcome Giannis Pappas. How are you, pal? Good, good. Wow, you got a lot of inside info in that intro. Well, I, you make me laugh. Uh, and I did my research on you and, uh, and you. and you're a new dad. And I thank you for taking the time. Of course, it's not easy. I had to ask my daughter if I could take a couple of minutes, and she said sure. So. <laughs> How old is your daughter, my friend? She's about five months old now, but the way it feels, yeah. being my first daughter, if you told me she was seven years old, I'd say it feels like seven years. <laughs> <laughs> five months, she's still got that new baby smell in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's a lot. She's a lot, and, yeah. uh, she's a good, and she's a good baby, so... I can only imagine people who have like colicky babies or rebellious babies or whatever. I don't know how babies are, but I can only judge from mine. Thank they God seem demanding. Good. They're demanding. You know what I mean? These millennials today. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she starts talking, I'm going to be like, I know you want your phone. You want to be CEO. You want equal pay. I get it. <laughs> well, five months old and you got COVID. 
And I'm sure that I know that flipped you out. The thing that I didn't know was Chaz Palminteri calm you down. Chaz Palminteri, one of the greatest guys in the world. Yeah, mm. I met him through Chris. And uh, yeah, I got it bad. I had it bad. The baby was about three or four weeks old when mm. I had it. So I went and isolated in our studio. And uh, I caught it bad. It got in my GI tract. My sodium levels dropped. I ended up going to the hospital. They got Ugh. my sodium levels back up. I had double pneumonia. My liver enzymes were elevated. I mean, this thing attacked me in a weird way. And then, yeah, the anxiety, I guess, and the heart rate afterwards is probably a lot of psychological effects, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, Chaz, who's, uh, who's battled anxiety his whole life, and, you know, he started calling me, and he really helped me. I, I would speak to him, you know, like almost every day. And um, it was just great. It was very nice of him to do that. He sent me a book. I read it. It's called The Tools. And nah. he's just the best. That's great, man. Especially yeah. when you're in that state, Giannis, and whatever that force of humanity is, someone is into your life at that moment and can recognize that and help you through stuff. I've had that happen to me, and I've been able to do that for other people. So I'm glad you experienced that. Yeah. And that's all he told me. He said, you know, I was like, how can I ever repay you for this? He's just like, Hey, you know, just pay it forward. If somebody else is going through something like this, just be there to help them. And, uh, that just tells you what kind of guy he is, to be honest with you. I mean, he's just unbelievable. Yeah. And it's Chaz Palminteri talking to your anxiety. Now you just I mean, can't leave. Okay. <laughs> if you don't think when he was calling me, I put him on speakerphone just to brag to all my in-laws and family. I was yeah. like, Hey, here's Chaz. And I gathered everybody around and he was just on the speakerphone the whole time. I was going, it's Chaz Palminteri. Yeah. <laughs> I had Richard Marks on the show and he's friends with Ringo. And he saved his voice messages. I think I watched that or I heard of it. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. He saved his voice. Yeah. I got, I have voice. I wish I saved my one. I have, I have voice messages I used to get from Buddy Hackett. He would call up and just leave jokes yeah. on the voicemail and then hang up. And it's, it's yeah. not like you got to say this is Buddy because you would hear him. You know? yeah. <laughs> Two Jews walk into a bar. They own it. <laughs> so it means call Buddy. Yeah, I have messages on my machine from Bill Burr, but they're 20 minutes long about uh, the <laughs> about sports facts. So I start playing them for people and then people just go, wow, I didn't know Bill was so into sports. So yeah, it's like, he's kind of like an encyclopedia. So you, you get COVID, you got it pretty bad. I got it bad, yeah. And so, so you isolated in the studio and the studio is the History Hyenas Studio, which was your old apartment in Brooklyn. And you grew up in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I grew up in Brooklyn. And it's funny when you have it bad because like you could tell by talking to your friends, mm -hmm. like the way they vote based on how you tell them about your symptoms, yeah. you know? If you're like, hey, man, I had it bad. They're like, hey, you didn't have it bad. It's a, <laughs> it's a flu. Come on. You're a puss. It's fine. My grandmother had it. He can't taste. Big deal. His mother's cooking stinks anyway. It's a favor. You know? I'm like, oh, okay. I know which way you vote. And then the other one's like, are you okay? Yes. Did, you, did, you, did you see your grandparents? You shouldn't see your grandparents. Don't go outside. Crawl into a hole. Don't talk to anyone. Go underground. Move to Russia. Yes. I'm like, I, I, I know who you vote for. Yeah. I, this is where I come down, guys. I don't make enough money for the Republicans to care about me, and I make too much for the Democrats to give me shit. So no matter who's in charge, I'm fucked. Yeah. I think I'm in your club. Yeah, I am. We're like right in the middle looking around going, is there any sanity? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I remember when I was growing up, uh, you know, like it wasn't that big of a deal, you know? Like you had Democrats and Republicans in your in your family, and nobody cared, yeah. you know? It was like... I remember my dad was a Republican because he owned his own business and my mom was a Democrat because she lived off of him, you right. know, and it was like nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah. Now everyone's got their identity wrapped up with people's opinion who don't give a shit about you. 
Nobody cares. <laughs> like Chaz Palminteri says, nobody cares. No, no one no. cares. Yeah, right? with, with his fingers, yeah. nobody cares. Nobody cares. When are you going to understand this? <laughs> yeah. So you grow up in Brooklyn. I put in your intro the importance of mugger money because I knew the same thing. Oh, yeah, man. It looks like it may be returning to that right now. But, yeah, when I grew up, you had to carry – you had a little cash on you, and your mm. parents made sure you had a little cash on you, and they themselves had cash on you. So in the event that you got mugged, which back then was probably about a 73% chance, right. yes, you uh, you had money so they didn't kill you. Yeah, <laughs> so here you go. Yeah, you go. Yeah, my father was, would always say, my father would tell me, and I would keep it in my sock, Giannis. My father would say, look, in case you get hit, put this yeah. in. And Long Island wasn't that bad. I got mugged once and coming home from, uh, I went to school in Poughkeepsie, so you had to take Metro North down to Grand Central. Then you had to walk to uh, Penn to take the Long Island Railroad out to Long Island, where I'm from. Right? Wow. So yeah. I'm coming home Christmas. I got my father's old army duffel bag full of laundry. I get to uh, Grand Central, and I'm walking to Penn. And I got mugged by the politest man I ever met. He went, he goes, hi. I go, yeah, how you doing? He goes, can I have your wallet? I went, no, fuck you. And he went like this. I have a knife. <laughs> and I went, and he showed it to me. And I went, here you go. Here's, here's the wallet. And the, the, drink, the drinking age just, just went up to 21. And I was only 19 at the time. So he looked at me. He goes, I can't sell that. He took out the six bucks. He went like this. Merry Christmas. And he walked away. <laughs> Sounds like you got mugged in like West Side Story. Play. Yeah, yeah, but it was just like it was the most politest transaction, and he didn't even make me stop. He was walking with me. True story. I got mugged in a similar fashion. I was walking home, and some guy like followed me home, mm. and and in front of my house, he told me it was his birthday. Right. And then uh, I actually knew him, and mm. he knew me, like because I used to play basketball. We played, you know, on the same courts and stuff. And so he told me it was his birthday, and he ended up taking my leather jacket in a very polite way. But he did, <laughs> he get because I gave it to him. I was scared out of my mind. It was one of those moments in life that where you really your manhood is just taken, right? And you you look back on it like for years, going, "Why didn't I do something or yeah. say something?" But I was just frozen stiff. I gave him my jacket. He gave me his Walkman, and we kind of traded. And it was a shitty Walkman, so he got the better end of the deal. So it was less of a mugging and more of like a forced trade. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the the horrible thing is, I had to see him all the time at the basketball courts, and I just had to pretend nothing, like happened. nothing happened. And we just said hello. I think he even picked me a few times because like, that was good. <laughs> and I just had to, yeah. He mugged me one night, and, that and was he's it. wearing your jacket. It was my jacket. I just had to pretend like, you know, it didn't happen. Fuck, it's, those are like the boys in my neighborhood. You're going to buy your cold cuts from this people, all right? From yeah. these people. This is where you get your bologna salami around here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah that's, but that thing about, you know, taking, and you said when you look back, and I think it, it happens as we get older. When you're a kid, you kind of regret the stuff you did. And when you get older, you kind of regret the stuff you didn't do. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I no, think it's. It yeah, ruminates, you know, and it, it sits there. Yeah. It's the same thing as when you're a kid, you can't wait to be older. And then when you get older, you, you wish you were a kid again. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the grass is always greener. That's it's the, the fucking anxiety, Giannis. We're never happy where we are. I we need just, Chaz Palminteri to call and scold me. Yeah. Call him up. I'll give you his number. He's very good. He'll send you a few books. Mm. And uh, yeah, he's good. He's good like that. So you get the COVID. Chaz talks you through it. You're, you're quarantining in the studio, so you don't give it to the baby. Was your wife flipped out? Was the baby, you know, 
The baby doesn't know yeah, any well, better, but was well, the wife. Yeah, the baby didn't know what was happening. But uh, what happened was I had my first fever when mm-hmm. I was when I came to the house. Right. And I gave it to Colin Quinn, by the way. There was a whole, like 30 of us ended up getting it. Oh, from the um, studio? Yeah, I gave it to Colin Quinn. Uh-huh. Like the day before I found out that I had it, Colin Quinn came on our podcast. Right. And I gave it to him. So, yeah, I went home and I, I was feeling weird. I took my temperature 101 and I just knew it mm. because, you know, it's COVID time. So I just got out of the house and I went to the studio, which is my old apartment in Brooklyn. Mm. And at that time, we had just bought all this equipment. So there was no place for me to walk. My old apartment is like a tiny junior one bedroom. Right. So it was just, there was equipment everywhere. So I just had like this little bed to lay on. And uh, the whole time I was freaking out because I didn't know yet that I gave it to Conquin, but he was like getting tested. And so I was like, Jesus Christ, I hope Colin's going to be okay. Mm. I was hoping my mother-in-law was going to be okay. My wife's going to be okay. My baby, because I was in, I came into contact with everyone. Sure. Yeah. You feel like you have like leprosy or something and then everyone treats you that way. So it's real lonely, <laughs> you know, like even my cousins were coming to the door and dropping off Gatorades and yeah. then like just knocking and running away. And I was like, please, somebody <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> I went outside and I was like, should I just try to hug a stranger and lie to them that I don't have COVID? Cause I just miss people. Yeah, it's yeah. so lonely. So lonely. Oh God. And you walk too. I, especially when I'm on the phone, Giannis back, pacing back and forth. That's what I do. I pace. My wife just watches me and stays out of the way now. Yeah. I had nowhere even to pace. Oh, so it God. was like, you ever be so sick. You can't even look at your phone or watch TV. Yeah. And that's when I really realized like this era, we are not prepared to go to war or anything like that. Like I couldn't even do like two days without my phone because I was yeah. too sick to scroll on it. There's no way I'm joining any army. If somebody attacks, <laughs> we should just let them in and be like, I'm thinking of moving to China just to surrender to them now. Look, I'm going to make this easier. All right. I, I, yeah. The Battle of the Bulge. All right. The, the Batan Death March. Can't do it. I get cranky if I miss lunch. What do you want? Yeah. I'll be like, look, just take as long as you I can scroll on my phone, do whatever you got to do. That's funny. Yeah. Especially when you're sick and, and you see the effect you have. It's not like you don't want to be the one carrying it. And because I had to get COVID tested to go to work. I was uh, I was I was shooting this thing and I got a COVID test you to get on uh, on the set. Now, did you know you had it or did you suspect you had it before you took the test or did you? When you I took- suspected I had it just from the fever, but I wasn't sure. I was hoping it was not going to be. And then when the doc called me and told me I had it, I was kind of cool. But then like, you start freaking out when he's like, do you have a, you have an oxygen uh, finger monitor? And I was like, no. And I was like, why do I need <laughs> why, one of those? Really? <laughs> Listen, I don't know if the family has a ventilator. <laughs> do you guys have a ventilator? Uh, you know, and I was like, no, I don't have one of those finger monitors. You know, I have a couple of doctors on my wife's side, mm-hmm. my in-laws. So they were calling me. They were like, yeah, you know, this thing is weird. It could kick in. Then I started to freak out a little bit. And it is weird. Like the first two days Mm -hmm. or like three, I felt nothing. And then like that third or fourth day, it was like that, like hit by a truck. Like I have never felt the the fatigue and like the the, the back pain. the, the, The symptoms just move all around your body. And like every day there was like a new symptom. It was like adding on. Then, then the stomach happened and it was Mm. just like, man, and I couldn't sleep. So then I started getting delirious and, Weird. Wow. What kind of doctors is your in-laws? Well, one of them is a surgeon, and right. uh, the other one's my father-in-law. He's a, a podiatrist. That's good. If, if it moves to the feet, you're fine. Yeah, if it moves to the feet, he could he could cut it off. But, okay. Yeah, and if I need plastic surgery, my cousin-in-law could have helped me out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Well, I'm so, so glad the baby South you didn't give it to your wife. You have a bit in your act about being connected to your wife that I'm going to play now because it's the same thing I go through, and this just made me laugh out loud. My wife even does this thing, you know? This is how up each other's ass we all are. Like, if she's walking late at night, she'll call me and make me stay on the phone with her for the walk. She'll say, hey, what's going on? It's like a 15-minute walk. Just It's dark out. There's probably a creepy guy like 30 blocks over or something like you never know. Do you mind? I'm not putting you out, right? Everything's coming. Like, no, it's fine. You know, it's just game seven. There's only two seconds left. But, you know, like, I guess I'll put that on pause because I'm on assault patrol for the next 15 minutes. And what's the point? Let's say somebody does attack her. What the fuck am I supposed to do about it? Except sit there helplessly on the phone listening to the audio of her murder to be traumatized for the rest of my life. Now I try to sleep and close my eyes. I just hear your screams and remember how you forced me to listen to this for some reason. <laughs> What's the point? What do you want me to do? Just scream into the phone? Stop! Leave her alone! No, it sounds bad. Honey, he can't hear me. Put the phone on speaker. <laughs> oh, my wife does the same thing. Like when she's got to throw the garbage out or take the dog out at night and I'm on the road. And yeah. I, I got the same, like, I know she just needs to, she needs to know while I'm there, but what am, what am I going to do? Like, I'm on the phone, representative, representative. <laughs> yeah, they're just making you listen. If it happens, you're just going to, you're not going to be able to, you'll be traumatized yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a, there's a tag to that bit mm-hmm. that I, I think I cut it. Right. Um, but I, I haven't done it. That was uh, from Blowing the Light, my special, that was like two years ago, but. The tag was something like, you know, if you die, I, you know, I don't want to hear that. Like, I would like to let me remember you just, I want to remember you the way you were. I can't remember my own joke, but it was like, maybe I wanted to think you fought more than you did. <laughs> <laughs> I want you going out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let me use my imagination about how, you know, she's the real fighter. My wife, I know that it looks bad, but I know she got him a few times. <laughs> So that was always a real room splitter. So probably the night I did it in the special, mm. I, it probably didn't go great, and I just cut it. Oh, that made me laugh, because I did the same thing. You and I have something else in common. Uh, well, how old were you when you got married? 42 or 41? 42. Yeah. yeah. You're a fully formed adult, and you found someone that can deal with your crazy, and you found somebody's crazy that you're willing to deal with. And this bit really made me laugh, because it's, it surmises my marriage as well. It's good to get married around 40, because we're going to make it. No matter what, my wife knows I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over 40. I'm not doing this again. I'm too tired. You know, we've been together five years. Like, this is it. I don't care what she does. I'm making her stay. She could cheat on me. I'll just be like, you know what? Move the guy in with us. You know, like, <laughs> He's got kids. I'll raise his kids, too. We'll all live together. I'll just tell the neighbors we're Mormon now, so it's not weird. I don't want to make it strange for the community, you know? That's the thing. I love my wife. This is the one. This is what I what I learned, Giannis, was the difference between have to and want to. You know, every other relationship before when things got bad, it was oh, I have to do this. Now it's like, oh, look, I want to do this. And success in my marriage is pretty much the time we spend angry at each other for whatever and whatever happened is a lot shorter. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think that I'll always consider marrying my wife my biggest success. I got mm. lucky there. I caught, I, I caught the last train. That's my wife clapping. That's hilarious. She heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He's uh, right. I caught, he got I lucky. Like I, I've seen pictures of you. He's batting over his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I feel like I caught the last train. I'm lucky. And, uh, you know, it was actually Paul Verzi's stepdad, mm -hmm. Paul Verzi's stepdad. I'm really good friends with Paul. He's like, you know, one of my best. Oh, friends. he's a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I was speaking to his stepdad, uh, at one of his parties and his stepdad told me one of the most profound things I've ever heard. And I never forgot it. He said, love is not a feeling. Mm -hmm. Love is an action. Yeah. It's an action. It doesn't matter how you feel. It's like, what are you doing for that person? What is that person doing for you? Mm -hmm. And I just always keep that in mind. And I just think that's a good thing for anyone to remember. Yeah. It's like, I've felt crazy about people and the relationships were horrific. Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, oh, that wasn't love at all. Those are just dumb feelings. But actual love is hard. It takes work. And it's all about action and what that person does for you, what you do for them. Mm -hmm. The love is in the action. It's not a feeling. And that was like very eye-opening for me because when you grow up, you watch these movies and it's people falling in love. And, you know, the movie ends before it's the second year when they're going, honey, take out the trash or, you know. <laughs> yeah. They live happily ever after until someone steps on the other person's toenails in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing about the pandemic that opened my eyes when I saw, you know, my wife the way she runs the house and the things she does for me. Cause you know us, we go on the road, we shoot something, we're out for, we come in, we, they're running the house. It's here's the money. I love you. I'm home. I got a couple of days and then you're back out on the road again, you know, for yeah. a sustained period of time, you know, just to see all the work she goes, she's on the show with me, honest. She puts in so much freaking work just to do everything. And she's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. That's when I first saw her when we said we love each other. I said, fine. I said, I got to lock this up quick. I need a ring before this kid changes his mind. <laughs> yeah, that's when I, you know, my wife's a little bit younger than me, uh, 14 years. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just got it. Yeah, I just got in there early and just like, you know, I just, you know, took her mind before she realized she could do a lot better. Mm -hmm. You know, I got, her, I got in there young. <laughs> I need you to buy. Listen, I know you're still on a rookie contract. Let's lock yeah. this up. Yeah. So, yeah, when I met her, she was, you know, 24. I was 37 or 8, and uh, mm. I locked it up. Yeah. I like the bit you have. Uh, and, I, again, I keep going back to you special because it really made me laugh. About oh, thank that. you. Very, that means a lot coming from you. Thank you very much, man. Oh, thank you, brother. I think the last time we saw each other live in person was in Mexico. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. It yeah. was it was a different time then. That was a but. different time where we had to like that was a we, we were doing a show and then what was it like many nights in a row and um you got to do different material every night because the same it's the crowd same people coming yeah. back. That was the other thing. We were at this resort in Mexico. First of all, they treated us like kings. I had a suite and they gave us like butlers and stuff. And I went, here, take the money. Go see your family. You don't need that. I just need towels. Right. And then we, and it's the same people. We're living with the audience. I'm like, what is this shit? I want to go home. Yeah. It's weird. It's like uh, when you do a show, you're, you're in their house. You're all staying together. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird. It was weird. This bit was one of my favorites. I waited too long to get, I was listening to my single friends. You know, single, you know, single people, the perpetually single people, they think that they're strong. That's, you ever know that people? You're like, how come you're single? They're like, I'm just waiting for someone to challenge me. <laughs> I'm not a settler. Somebody needs to come along and challenge me. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, you psycho? You <laughs> someone who challenges you? That sounds awful. You come home, someone checks a basketball on your chest, game to 11, motherfucker. What's up? <laughs> I'm here to improve you. <laughs> Your friends are like, how come she's always screaming at you? You're like, ah, it's my soulmate. What are you going to do, you know? <laughs> it's like dating Tony Robbins, you know? I've developed a twitch and a facial thing, but she loves who I could be one day. That's why we're 
That's why it works. She doesn't love me as I am, which is good. That's the line I love. She loves who I could be. <laughs> oh, we've all been in those relationships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you find a beautiful woman who can put up with who you are, yeah. lock it down. Yeah, lock yeah. it down. What is your wife? Is she a civilian? Do you marry a civilian? She's a civilian, yeah. I love how comedians, we think we're in the military. I love yeah, it. But yeah, now she's not. Yeah, never done any tours of duty. Yeah. <laughs> if there was somebody who wasn't a comedian hearing that, go, what are these guys? Are they cops? Are they, uh, <laughs> are they, are they Marines? Whatever. No, we're stand-up comedians. I'll be performing at Soul Joel's. Uh, Royalston, PA, outdoor tent. It's, you know, it's a bunch of civilians. I mean, you know, yeah, we don't save anybody. Bring your own beer and bring your own chairs. Yeah, bring your own chairs and, and wear something warm oh. because you're a civilian. You're gonna be you're gonna be watching a hero up there. I'm a hero. <laughs> oh man, you make me laugh. Uh, so you you did history hyenas with uh, De Stefano. He he makes me laugh too. I had him on the show as well. Oh, he's the best. Um, yeah, he's the best. just a re really sweet man. And the chemistry of you guys together, I think the show really worked well. So I, I was a big fan of that. And now your new podcast is called Long Days with Giannis. And it's about an hour of you, just you. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's me going on crazy rants, a little stream of consciousness, kind of attacking the trending topics of the day and mm -hmm. just kind of going wherever my brain goes. And uh, yeah, it's just if you're into rants and yeah. you're into stream of consciousness then it could be for you. It, I got the nickname Yanni Long Days because I, I sometimes, you know, Chris gave me that name because sometimes I'll get passionate about something and, you know, I, I would make him have to listen to it. And he's like, I'm in for a long day. He'd wake up and see my tweets and go, oh boy, I'm in for a long day. So it's kind of tongue in cheek, you know, Yanni Long Days. And it's great. I, I, it's, it's really off to a great start and the fans are great. And I'm really having a good time doing it with, I'm uh, working with my old buddy, Jesse Scatoro, who, mm -hmm. Back in the day, we shot uh, sketches together early, and a few of my characters went viral, and he was the guy who directed all those videos, so it was great. That's great, yeah, that you got a partner. I like your character with no Derek, the guy from Florida with no shirt on. That's right, brother, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, it's like a mixture of Hulk Hogan and, uh, and like, uh, and maybe just Hulk Hogan. <laughs> It's like, a, yeah, it's like, hey, brother, how you doing? Because I, I spent a year in Florida, and they're like a specific type of, like, Southerner. You yeah. know, it's like they're more of a gator, kind of wild, like, the, the drugs are harder. The life is harder. Yeah. There's less clothes. Yeah. Their, their patriotism's on another level. Mm -hmm. And uh, their brains just get cooked from that sun, brother. It's just, yeah. So Derek, uh, he's red, white, and blue, and... Uh, I actually came up with Derek when my mother-in-law gave me a haircut. My mm -hmm. mother-in-law's from Long Island, actually. And she cut my hair during the pandemic. And she decided to shape up my beard. Right. So she gave me, like, this shape-up beard uh -huh. that, like, looked like a Florida kind of look. And uh, I got out of the shower. I was in my uh, at my in-law's house. And I just looked at myself in the mirror wet and I just looked like one of those guys I had met when I was living in Miami and I traveled to like Fort Lauderdale or whatever. And I, it was at the time where like Florida was like still open and everyone else was closed. Yeah. So I just did this little video on Instagram. And then from there, I just kept doing it. And basically that character, his whole thing is he just, he owns a bar and then every once in a while he does too much drinking and drugs and he wakes up somewhere and he has no idea where he's been. He tries to piece it together. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And I like when he, when he does commercials for the bar. Come on down, bring the kids and pet the gators. It's just yeah. like, that made Come me Come on down. We got a gun range. It's America with a wood wall. We got everything. 
You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. $12, $12 wings, everything. You know, he's just, it's it's America with a wood wall. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Where can people get you if they want to hit you up? Yeah, Giannis Pappas, all one word. At Giannis Pappas on Twitter, on Instagram. Yanni Long Days on, um, on YouTube for the show. So you can just, you know, if you can't find it now, you're somebody's grandparent. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I, I just do it out of courtesy. Where can people get you? Like, it's no. on your computer or your phone. That's a, how yeah, many Giannis's like, you think there are? Yeah, there's like two of us, and one is a lot more famous than me, and he's a lot better at his thing than I am at my thing. So, I mean, he just came in and steamrolled all the Yannis in the world because we got we got Yanni the singer. I don't even know what kind of music he does. He all does right. some sort of synthesizer classical music, and it's always in front of the Acropolis or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and then there's, of course, Yanni Atatakembo, right. whose last name I still can't pronounce, and he's the most famous Yanni now. I think I was the most Googled American Yanni. Uh-huh. And now I thank God he spells his name differently than mine, or else I would have been completely usurped as Yanni. Because <laughs> he's he's like the best basketball player in the world, uh-huh. and I am the five thousand and seventeenth best comedian. So that's that choice. <laughs> Well, you always make me laugh, my friend. I thank you so much for making time for me. I love the fact that you got your name Yanni Long Days from from Chrissy Chlamydia. I think that's hysterical. Right? Yeah, yeah. We kind of gave each other uh, the. It's like Italians do, you know. Italians yeah. give they give the least. They take your 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 least flattering quality, mm-hmm. and it becomes your name. Yeah. My, my favorite was my buddy, Jesse Scatoro, who's actually, you know, who I told you about his, uh, you know, work with me on, on long days. He's his dad's from Bensonhurst. And the best one I heard was his dad lived growing up in Bensonhurst, had a friend. And uh, I can't remember his name. Let's just say it was Vinny or whatever. Mm. But the, he used to, he would never come out of his house before five o'clock. So they just called him Vinny the Mole. And that was just, <laughs> <laughs> that was just his name. They just called him Vinny the Mole or whatever his name was. The Mole. It's just... You know, if you got a lazy eye, you got one leg is shorter than the other. I yeah. mean, you're just—that's just gonna be your name. Yeah, it just—it's—it's it's like the neighborhood you grew up in. It's relentless. That's how I got to be or, or discover I could make people laugh. Was it was a defense mechanism on the school bus, Giannis? It was right. like I could do this. You know, right. I was doing Richard Pryor bits and not even knowing what I was saying, and the kids weren't knowing what they were listening to. But it was just right. like, all right, I won't get beat up. They seem to be laughing. Right. I think same here. I mean, it was all, I was just, I was too much of a wuss to fight. And mm. so you got to charm your way out of it. Yeah. It's the only way. You're a very funny guy. Thank you for making time for me, my friend. Best to you and the family. And let's laugh again soon. Okay. Definitely. Thank you, Adam. It's uh, been an honor. Pleasure. Love you too, man. Love your stuff. You always make me crack up. The ADD interview was brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say your wife is walking home and she wants you on the phone in case something happens. But you realize there's really nothing you can do. Helplessly on the phone, listening to the audio of her murder. This could cause you a little anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at CruiseIntoWellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products, and you know you get 20% off with the coupon code ADAM. How long we've been doing this? Take advantage of me. Type in my name and get 20% off anything they have at CruiseIntoWellness.com. Go. Feel better. This is Giannis Pappas, and that is 30 minutes that I will never get back. I really enjoyed talking to Giannis. Yes. And I loved what he said. About? If you find a beautiful woman that can handle you, lock it down. That's what I did. (laughs) As soon as I did it. 
She said, she said, I love you. I went, all right, put this on your finger. Get in my cave. You're not leaving. <laughs> I said, I, I got to lock this up before this kid changes his mind. <laughs> that was funny. How great was Chaz Palminteri helping Giannis out when he got COVID? That was wild. I mean, listen, I'm glad I got your number. Mm. But if in the future you can't chat with me about my reaction to a shingles vaccine, right. I'm more than happy to talk to Chaz Palminteri. True. <laughs> I like the fact that he helped you. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, could I get his number? I'd like. I'd, really, I'd be calling that guy every single day with my shit. Every nah. single day, I'd be calling. Him. I, you know what? I'm not going to do that to Chaz. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, "Who get? Who gave you this number?" <laughs> I don't think Chaz wants to play. Let's get what's wrong with my body today. <laughs> so, so Adam, what do you think that phone call sounded like? What between Chaz and Giannis? It probably sounded like this: Giannis, well, you don't feel good. All right, listen to me. Now you just can't sneeze. <laughs> He probably scared the germs out of his system. Absolutely did. Yeah, if I was a germ, I'd leave. <laughs> but I, I, I love that about that. Not only he has anxiety, he, but he's given people the tools to deal with it. Here, read this book. And I think the book he said was what? The tools or something like that? The, yeah, the tools. Yeah. yeah. That was, I'm so pleased that he's a nice guy. That just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a guy that... I mean, it's one of those guys, obviously he does the type of movie that I really love, but he's mm. one of those figures that you're just, you're drawn to and you're like, God, I hope this is a good guy. And then you hear a story like that and it validates everything that you were thinking. Yeah, and, and Giannis really made me laugh. I do question some of his choices. Like if I was sick, I would call the doctor, he'd call Chaz. All right. <laughs> you know, I would call Chaz after I got mugged. That's when I would call him. <laughs> what do you mean after you get mugged? <laughs> well, let's say you got, I got mugged, like I told the story to Giannis the, about, I got mugged by the most politest guy I ever met on the way to, uh, on oh, Christmas yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. I don't like to hear that story. Well, that's true. But, but oh, that's great. I loved it. Yeah. That was the important of the mugger money. I used to go, <laughs> yeah. I used to go to the bank, right? When I would get like, if I had to get cash out of the bank and not, not that I'm a big deal, but the lady knew me. So she took me into the, I didn't have to wait on the line. Because she was a Nurse Jackie fan. She goes, are you? Yes. Come here. I'll help you. So she would she would do all the banking for me. So I would, here's the deposit. Here's this. I need this cash. So she would hand me the cash. She goes, it's in an envelope. I go, thank you so much. I take, and I'm just talking to her as I'm doing this. Take the money out of the envelope and I put it in my sock right in front of her. It was an instinct. <laughs> right, of course. And she's yeah. looking at me and I went, oh, where are you from? And she was like, Marin County. I said, oh, you grew up in a nice neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Did you kid have doesn't to, know. Why did you put it in your sock? Because you had to take it away? It's just always, my father always, when I was a kid, he's like, listen, he's like, always have a backup plan. Mm. All right? If you, God forbid you get hit, you got to have money to get home. So? So I should check your socks when I'm doing laundry. Not now. I'm going to move it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That hiding spot's been blown. Yeah. <laughs> a whole new deal. I used to call that mad money. Yeah. Like money you need in a mad time. Okay. I'm mad. Give me the money. <laughs> All right, so I've never been mugged. I mean, I've been beat up. All right, I'll tell you what. Give me your wallet and you can be mugged. <laughs> you can tell everybody I'm mugged. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's no bueno being mugged. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, is there a way you're supposed to act? I mean, is there like etiquette that you, you know, the one has to like follow? Mark, it's not a business dinner. There's no <laughs> etiquette. You know, listen, he didn't, put his, he didn't put his napkin on his lap. We're going to have to beat him harder now. Well, you seem like you got mugged by a very polite gentleman. In my mind, he had a British voice. He's like, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm going to have to take that money from you. No, just keep walking. It's totally fine. Yes, have a lovely day. I'm terribly sorry to have to do this to you. I'll be be honest with you. 
he led the whole proceeding, so obviously he did it before. <laughs> I was a guest at that mugging. Yeah. I like the fact that he was walking with you. That's yeah. That was, the yeah, it's fine, sir. that was the best part. I, I know it's a busy time, and we just kept... <laughs> He kept walking with me. We never stopped. I didn't have. I didn't have to take the, the my laundry off off of my shoulder. You know what I heard? I heard never look anyone in the eye because the best way to not be mugged is don't make be mugged. What, eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, make... I'm pretty sure if they want to mug you, they're gonna mug you. It's not like a German Shepherd. Well, you. I mean, did you <laughs> look around you? I mean, as a as a woman, mm-hmm. you, you automatically you know know a dangerous situation, right? That's why when... I know a dangerous situation too. It's called Grand Central Station in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but like for example, even taking out the trash. Mm-hmm. That's why I call you. My wife thinks I'm going to protect her on the phone, like Giannis's wife. Yeah, so I'll call you mm-hmm. because I feel better. Good. Yeah, I feel. Um, I know that you're not right there, mm-hmm. but I know you'll either hear it, call someone, or it just makes me feel better. Good. Yeah. I'm glad I got You know why, Alex? But sometimes, you know why? Why? Because he's a calming presence. That's why. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, because he's my guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I, I want to, like, at least if something happens, I want you to know about it. You know what's going to happen? God forbid somehow I'm crawling through that phone and I'm going to kill go. that There you go. And I get that bitch. feeling. I get that yeah. feeling. And I like that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes, I it's mean, like, Phil, if I could crawl into your body and suck out the lion from your bloodstream. You would be Dracula. I would do that. Ew. All you got to do is trust me and you will never have a black stool again. <laughs> I have no idea how to take that, that but thank that you. That is so nice and creepy, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm here. Nice and creepy. Please hold. <laughs> And I just know you call me when you're driving and you're bored, Adam. You're like, ah, Stern, I mean, keep me company. I'm driving through traffic. Yeah, I called. I called. I, call, I do that with Mark. Like, I'll call Mark. I was driving to Vegas. Uh, I had a, I had a GT350 and I was driving to Vegas. I was making believe I was Jim Morrison. I'm like, I'm all alone here. Let me <laughs> let me call Stern. Yeah, um, it's fun when you have company. In fact, mm-hmm. I like FaceTiming or, you know, seeing people. Yeah, I like you. I just turned the camera the other way. Yeah, she likes seeing people. She doesn't like to be seen. No. Like, I'm talking about... <laughs> no. She's looking at me, and I'm looking at a blank screen. Yeah. No, I like <laughs> to see them. I don't like to, people to see me. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know this. My wife makes phone calls from other people's bushes. She's just outside on what? the phone looking into people's homes. No, I just turn the camera the other way. I show you, you know, wherever I am. Sure. And then once in a while, I'll turn away the camera. Yeah. But. I'll get a little look. She gives me a little smile. And makes me happy. <laughs> no, but, but I, I feel I, like it's up my nose, so I don't like doing it. I like the connection too. Like I like when I'm on the road and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm alone. I'll, I'll call Phil, and he's all like, "I just spoke to you." I'm like, "That's it. You're just gonna hang up now." <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Can I? You're dismissing me. Am I dismissed? Just hang up. Yeah. <laughs> Adam calls. If I, say, if I say I gotta go, just go. Okay, I'll talk to you later. No. Oh, am I dismissed? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. Do I fit into your schedule, Philip? That's what you do. Yeah, because that's what he does. He's like. Listen, I can't. I have meetings. I can't do this today. I'm like, I'm sorry. When is it? When is it convenient for you to make time for me? I didn't know I was a burden. I'm in the middle of shit. I'm in the middle of shit. I'm trying to figure out what these vitamins are. I said, Well, here's an idea. Leave them in the jar, you moron. I know what they are. Apparently not. Yeah, Phil will do that. I have to go. I said, I'm sorry. When would be a convenient time to have a friendship, Philip? Oh my! This is what he says. That's what he says. Ooh, that. good one, Adam. 
<laughs> you got that line okay, from Paul I'll, McTerry. Listen, repeat after me. Okay, I'll call you later. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, okay, fine. All right. Fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but, what it is, Phil? Love is action, and you don't take action from Oh, me. my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what... That's what. Uh, that's true. That's Giannis true. said. So, all right, so you agree with that statement that yeah. Paul Versey's stepdad said that it's true. to Giannis, and it resonated. So you think love is action is a verb? Yeah, I, um, I definitely do. Philip? Talk is cheap. Is it, well, I'll tell you something. If anybody knows about this, it's me, because I've had two successful marriages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. two. And the action was two successful divorces. So one pleads <laughs> the other. What a dick. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, Phil went from I do to what have I done. So that's... <laughs> that's so how much is that? Oopsie. <laughs> oh, that's great. Marcus? I think, well, I think that, yeah, love is action. You, If you're going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. You got to back that up. It's okay. not just empty words. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you're all out of your friggin' mind. And here you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? It's, it's an action, but it's the last step in the manifestation of love. You don't have mindless action. You have to, ha- unless you're an elected official, you don't have <laughs> mindless action. Action has to be preceded by something. A field. See, I think love is an organizing principle. Love to me is that organizing principle. It's, it's what makes the, a rose grow into a rose. It what makes it's what makes, oh, you look just like your father. It's in the DNA. It's that, that God particle. So that mm. feeling, I saw you. The first action I took was to hit you in the head and drag you back to my cave. I'm not letting this kid go. <laughs> but it was based on a feeling. Yeah, but that's different. You're talking, that about, different? You're talking about being inspired and seeing mm-hmm. love. We're talking about how you prove or you um give love mm-hmm. it's yeah. two, two different things yeah but the, the he said love is an action i'm saying love is the acting out the manifestation well, of love showing the expression of love and the reason that it is you do for other people is because if you if you focus someone on somebody else you get a break from your own bullshit like i uh, when i look at you i go how can i make her happy which means i'm not i'm not looking at the shit that i'm worried about I'm worried about yeah. making you happy. Yes, which is an action. Yes, I get a reprieve from me, but I do it. Because <laughs> I... No, it's an action. What can I do to please this person? Yes, because I want to make you happy, but it's based on the feeling I have for you. Yes. And I'm sorry to say this. You're smoking hot. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> if I'm allowed to compliment a lady's yes, looks. Yes, you are. Yes, because you're just, mm, look at you right now. <laughs> But I, I really want to thank Giannis for being uh, my guest. He's very, very funny. Long Days with Giannis Papas is the podcast. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? The Adam Ferrara at Gmail. And uh, the show is growing. Yes, it is. And you know why? It's because of you. Tell somebody you love about the show. That'll help us out. And if you get a chance to leave us a review, that helps us out with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. Please remember, life is hard. Take it easy on yourself. The pod has ended. Go in peace. Iron in your diet. You ever hear that phrase? You have enough di- iron in your diet? Uh, I was taking it for that. What was taking you? It turns your stool black. <laughs> That's and- what it does. Then maybe you should stop taking it, you idiot. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.